Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gospel Heifers Podcast. This week, we're talking to comedian and actress Coco Brown. The comedy is on the line, and do comedy clubs rely more on comedians to promote the club than the club does themselves? Check it out. All right, another episode of the Gospel Heifers. What's going on, people? Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Of course, we are always happy to see our people in the building. We got Granny Wiles in the building. Mr. Conflict Corner is in the building. Make sure you guys follow us. Subscribe. Hit the like button. And we already in the building. Granny, you're always the first one in the building. Yeah, I I came in and spoke and said, hey. Granny, always the first one in the building. What's going on, Blair? What's up, Marie Jones? So, hey, first and foremost... Before we uh, wait for our guest to join us, uh, we are supposed to be talking to Coco Brown, the comedian, this night, and uh, we're just waiting on her to join us. What I just saw was that rapper Coolio has just passed. Man. Um, yeah, she good today, Char. She good today. I was good yesterday. Look, Look, drama. y'all knew I was toe up, but I, I think I held myself very well yesterday. And, you know, I had another one, but I think the timing I had, it, it probably won't take effect until after I get off with y'all. Okay, well, well, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I was just scrolling before we came over here and saw that Coolio died. It does not say what he passed from. Was that Mike Jones in the building? It does not say what he passed from, but TMZ has just confirmed that he has passed at the mm. age of 59 years old. Man, the brother almost made the 60. Now, that, that, that's actually a black man achievement. When you could get past 55. When you pass 55 as a black man, you're doing good. Real good. So let's get to some uh, top topics right quick before we bring our special guest on in the building. Uh, Teddy Riley is urging Soldier Boy to apologize to his daughter over uh, Nina over past abusive relationship. Now, his daughter was on a reality series back in the day, and she was dating Soldier Boy at the time. Yes. Nobody exposed what was going on in between them, but apparently him and Teddy had an altercation. Things were told to Teddy, and I'm like, okay, I wasn't cool with that link up anyway. I like, nah, that was kind of weird for her to date somebody having Teddy as a daddy. But didn't Teddy be the daughter ass on live? I don't know. <laughs> you you, you do too. No, that was that was that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, Kodak Black has finally done something good. Look, he's helping families out that were facing evict- eviction in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. What's up? Zilla's in the building, y'all. Tiffy's in the building. Bridget's in the building. So Zilla, it's Zilla. good when we can get these stories because usually when you hear stories about celebrities, yeah, you hear the bad stuff before you hear the good. Yeah. So here's something good that we got from Kodak Black, which I thought would never happen. <laughs> never well, happen. You know, but I- I'm good. I'm glad to see him doing something positive because I- his rap sucks. That that that's you know I, I take a fart doo doo. What was that song the nigga said? I like the song he got with uh, Kendrick Lamar. Put these niggas out. You know. Yeah, I, I like mean, that one. Uh, yeah, but then he's talking about something make him doo doo or something. Nigga, I don't want to let you take a doo doo. Look, I'm not gonna even get it on. But what we are gonna do is that we're gonna <laughs> welcome in a woman that you guys have seen on television. Stand up across the country, y'all. I, she's been. Look, I, I, I'm looking at her back here. This heifer is ready. <laughs> when I say she looking fabulous in a mofo, Coco <laughs> came up in here like, "Bitch, I'm finna stunt on you heifers." Okay, y'all got to welcome in and please give it on up for Miss Coco Brown in the building. What's up, Coco? I'm good. How you doing, honey? I, I got caught in the bathroom. I was, <laughs> I was trying to run downstairs. 
to my studio, and then my sister was like, "Girl, you on?" I'm like, "They about to get this bad, bad bathroom background, honey." Okay. Girl, look, we just appreciate because we did set this up last minute because you are going to be in Houston at the Comedy Lounge performing yes. four live shows. Tickets, y'all really got me questioning my damn Okay. I don't appreciate getting a call that my ticket sales is not right, okay? I don't even come to do something like that. Y'all should be flocking to see me, damn it. You need to come see me. Get some tickets. Buy them ahead of time, black people. Yes, you know, black folks went to the last minute. And then you, you, Houston people are very different. <laughs> very different. It's crazy. It's like I don't get to Houston a lot. It's like I do all the improvs and funny bones. And here I come to Houston doing a black-owned club, and they like, girl, you ain't sober. Nine tickets. I said, I'll be damned. The devil is uh -uh. a lie. The devil I'm... is a lie. The devil is a lie. <laughs> Let me ask you a question real quick, Coco. Now, do you, are clubs relying on you to help sell tickets for your absolutely, event? Absolutely. Unfortunately, uh, and no disrespect to them, but these social media comics have jacked up the game. Because back in the day, and, and not even back in the day, clubs had a, had a whole budget to promote the show. There are clubs that I used to go to that I did good day, whatever city I was in. I did all the radio stations. Now, with social media people that, you know, got the million followers and everybody just show up whether they're funny or not, you know, they expect us to do all of that. And I'm like, let me explain something to you. I'm a TV star, not a social media star. It's that part. It's a, it's, I'm going to need you to put my ass on good day, whatever day city I'm in. I need you to put me on the radio on because I, I do happen to be on one of the most highly Emmy nominated shows. You might want to put a video on TV. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. What I'm doing is, 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 uh, can y'all do y'all job, please? <laughs> you would think that they would do that. You would think that they would know There's to contact Funky Larry because, you know, Ali Sadiq is on that radio show. Right, they're so you would think the venue would do that. Right, they're spoiled now. Like, you know, and it's no disrespect. Like I'm, I'm present on social media. I mean, across all platforms, I got almost a million followers, but that's not where people recognize me from. Right, yeah. right. Like I said, exactly. we were doing commercials talking about from Comic View, honey. I ain't done Comic View in 20 years. If you don't talk about never ever, ever or nine one one or at least single moms club, damn. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. They have been saying you won't have that problem in Birmingham and, and uh, Alabama if you pull through there. But I think the clubs are really putting a lot more pressure on performers for them not promoting their venue when they do have people like you. I mean, because you got credentials at the yin yang. You know, you put me on a good day, whatever city I'm in, especially if it's a Fox affiliate. I'm on one of the number one shows on Fox right now. Right. And I'm going to sell out. Now, it might not be the crowd you want. It might be a lot of Ethan's and Emily's. But you know what? Do you care? The money is green. That part. That so exactly. Like, but you want me to focus on one avenue. Honey, 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 can you look? Help me help you. <laughs> help me help you. Okay? Exactly. My market lies. My market works a nine to five. Okay, my market ain't sitting watching TikToks all day. My market got mortgages and kids and paying for kids in college. I know my market. 
Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So don't promoting the kids sitting at home watching TikTok all day. That's not my market. And don't right. get me wrong, the babies have embraced me. You know, they love hey auntie. They love it when I give my little moment of 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 of, of advice to the children. You know, the children. That's what I'm talking about. The children. They love it because, like I said, I embrace auntie, honey. I'm about to be 50 years old, honey. I am closer to being a special friend and an obituary than I am a somebody's wife, okay? I embrace. I'm embracing both. Okay. <laughs> like, look, I've already got my outfit picked out to be sitting in the back of the church and the kids going, Psst, that's <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. You are a multi-package couple because we watch 9-11 faithfully. Girl. And that is one of our shows. And when we saw you pop up on the screen, I was like, and that Coco. I'm like, okay, girl, go ahead. But you've been doing major productions for years. That's why I don't understand why this because is they the want feedback. Us to focus on social media, and all of us are not social media popular. Mm, I mean, it, it's no diss. You know what I'm saying? It's no diss. You know, yeah. like you know, I I admire what those what the children are doing. I know, and some of my colleagues my age are doing it now. I just ain't got that kind of time. Yeah. You yeah. know, I wish I did have time to make skits all day and build that that whatever, but honey, I'm I'm reading scripts. That part. I'm, I got why would you need to do skits? <laughs> right. And you on 911 and it's in the you know, but the sad thing is this is why I don't like doing radio, man. We did do radio for a while back and they wanted us to come up with the show, edit it and do the marketing. Fuck you. Excuse my French. <laughs> I mean, my thing is this, with your podcast, I'm sure you're doing all that. You know what I'm saying? You seek out your sponsors, your sponsors. I mean, even when I had my podcast, you know, yeah, I had my assistant and my publicist making calls, but if I wanted to steal that deal, Coco Brown called. There yeah. you go. I, and there I would have that money. I would get that sponsorship. And as a matter of fact, Hey Auntie is coming to iHeartMedia podcast. Real soon. Okay. Um, you know, they've been begging for it because they, they love it on TikTok and they want me to bring it to So I'm going to be making a podcast. Okay. You know, gave me a deal to bring Hey Auntie over there. Um, but, you know, we do that. But my thing is this. You have a whole club. You have a budget for this. Why is it clubs that before and you had all this press lined up for me now it's just pumping on your social media well honey i'm not so that that's that's not where my market lies and where's y'all social media and don't you i would think with people coming in they would be collecting like a database on emails too right like doing email do. blasts like you know I'm not trying to be fucking nothing, but a lot of the clubs have gotten lazy because the social media people can post on social media and they in and they can sell out five, six shows without the club spending a dime in promotion. And now they expect all of us to do that. And baby, there's different levels to this game. We're, we're they, 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 they might not could go on a good day, Denver or a good day, Houston, because the people that watch good day, Houston, go like, who the hell are they? Right. Exactly. But, and then the same way with me, I can post all damn day long on social media but the majority of people that follow me looking at that dang on social media till they get home from work at maybe nine, ten o'clock at night. That part. So it's like balance it out. It does, it's not across the board, sugar. Understand every person that steps on your stage has a different lane. Exactly. No, I've heard a lot of comedians complain about that. You know, the clubs have really gotten lazy and they're relying on social media a lot. 
But I think it's insulting, especially with everything that you got on your resume. Yes. It's insulting to ask somebody to come to your club and you don't properly promote it and you're relying on the artist or the performer to do all the work that you're supposed to be doing in-house. And you want me to come be funny? You want me to come sell? You want me to, you want me to perform? Oh, no, that's right. As long as I sell out, I can stink on stage. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that, yeah, okay. I get it now. But I'm yeah. sorry, I go to school of, you know, I have to be funny on and off that stage. That. I that have part. to sell tickets on and off that stage. I have to be able to be, you know, you think I'd still be on 911 if I didn't bring something to that show? Okay. Exactly. You think I'd still be on Never Have I Ever if I didn't bring something to that show? Okay. You think I would be on the new show Big Door Prize on Apple TV if I didn't bring something to that show? Mm -hmm. I can't just sit back and rely on, oh, social media will carry it. No, you got to be somebody they want to watch in the end. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know? So yeah. it's like, it, it sucks, you know, because I had to hire like a whole little teeny bopper team to start working my social media because I said, baby's mama ain't, look, auntie ain't got time, sugar. Okay. <laughs> no, but you, do, but you know, you have to, and a lot of people do that. I'm a, they I'm get someone young. I got a couple of college kids running my crap. I'm like, that's what you got to do. That's what you guys do. But and, and I throw them a couple of hundred a week and they balling. They like, shoot, we, all we got to do. They good. They can buy them a bag and smoke one. They good. They, you know, they don't ask for much. Exactly. Right. But I, this is, yeah, so. It's just one of those things that, you know, they, they've gotten spoiled and, you know, it is what it is. But I feel like if you have a club, a radio show, you should have a marketing team already. Well, most of them did. That's the thing I'm saying. You know, I've been doing these clubs now. I've been in this game 26 years and I've been actively doing these clubs for well over 15. And I remember how it used to be. You had to fly mm. before because you had press all day the day of your first show. And yes, I can't tell you the clubs I go to, and unless my pub now I have to like my publicist gets me press now. The clubs don't. Mm. My now you would think is the one that makes the call to the Fox affiliates and say, "Hey, we've got Carla from nine one one coming in your town." Which you guys like? Heck yeah! Uh, yeah, you gotta say nine one one shit. Okay, yes, I can go to all the Fox affiliates. You know what I mean? Because of that, yeah. you know. Netflix is harder because it's streaming, but it's a very popular show as well. Yeah, but know me from now one, and then like I said, when 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 we know when you know, single, you know, for better or worse, was on own. That was you know, a lot of the black stations jumped on me because it was Tyler Perry, especially the older stations, which is my market. Right, right. The yeah. people in my audience got mortgages and kids in college. Yeah. Not see the kids in college are sitting in my office. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because see, folks can relate to, you know, the demographic that you bring mm -hmm. is actually the demographic, and I know which club you're performing at, so I know the demographics. Yeah. You're performing, that is your demographic, but at the same right. time, I don't see why it should be so hard for you to have to stretch yourself over social media when you got That's so hard. much on the agenda. Well, I mean, my thing is, you know, I'm a team player. I'm always going to, you know, promote myself because if you don't bet on yourself, nobody else will. And that's why I have a team. I have, you know, a publicist that calls and gets me the interviews and gets me the radio, you know. And a lot of times, you know, it's hard. Let me tell you, I found this out this weekend. A lot of these radio stations, if the club isn't willing to pay them, they still won't let you the station because they don't want you promoting the club. Oh my God, so stupid. It's just backward. So everybody, you know, and, and everybody loses at the end. They'll have you on there, but they don't want you to mention the club. Well, what am I coming on for? 
It's like it's, it's crazy. I, I need to tell people where I'm going to be at, so I need to mention the club. Right. So it's like, so a lot of times, you know, y'all better grease some palms on, take it on back to the days of stepping on the bad side and stuff, honey. Go get some payola going or something. I'm making a payola. I just got to ask Coco one quick question. It's off subject. It's about nine one one. Okay. Does the white boy with the blonde hair with the cute little son, you know, the glasses, you know, does he smell good in real life? <laughs> you mean you mean you mean Ryan Guzman that plays Eddie? Yes. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm not looking. No. Coco, I'm not even into white men like that. No. I just want to know. He's a beautiful man. All of them. I are. know. I, I mean him and Oliver. Those are some beautiful. Men. Yeah, the ones with dark hair, sexy too. Yeah, they they some beautiful men. They some beautiful men to look. They at. smell good. Right. When they got nice bodies, when they hug you, you can feel. Oh, oh. I need to come on set and say I got to interview you, girl. You know, we go set there. Got all the questions to put it's on the funny, I, I just got the call tonight. I'm headed out there next week to shoot an episode. Well, girl, girl, look, God bless your job, surroundings. Okay, <laughs> you are a blessed woman. <laughs> it is an awesome Lord. show. It's an awesome cast. It I is. love everybody on that show. I love being on the show. I love so, it. but I just had to ask about them two, mainly the first one. And the little boy is adorable. I oh, love he's, him. He's awesome. When I tell you Gavin is the sweetest, most amazing child. I mean, he's a teenager now. He's having a child. Yes, he is. He, he's got big. Girl, y'all came back on the say, God damn. But he's such a sweetheart. He's handsome. He um so, but I do love that show. We, we 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 make sure we record it so we don't miss it. But working on 9-11, I mean, I'm sure you get to see a lot of behind the scenes of what takes place with an emergency care. Right. How many gems have you learned since working on that set? You know, if anything, I could probably tell you that, I, you know, it, it, it it's crazy how life imitates art or art imitates life, whichever way it's set. I always mix it up. Um, you know, I took care of my parents. Um, and... Um, you know, and I realized that a lot of things that I was doing on the show, I was doing at home with them. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a caregiver. I'm a caregiver on the show. Yeah. So, so I first got the role, you know, I had a girlfriend that was a mobile nurse. Like she goes to different states and whatever, take care of people. That's what she does. And I spoke to her and asked her, you know, look, give me some pointers. I want this to be real. I want it to be authentic. And then as I began to do it, people would ask me when they would meet me or run into me in the streets. They'd be like, oh, my God, have you ever been a nurse? Because you're just so believable. And I'm like, hey, I did my research. But then when my parents got ill and I became a caregiver for my parents, yeah. I realized, oh, my God, I'm like doing stuff I learned on 911. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but thank God you did because we oh, didn't have worked. no crash course. No, it, it worked. It worked. It really worked. It was crazy. It was crazy. But that's, I mean, like I said, I know being a caregiver, because we was a caregiver for our mother before she passed, mm -hmm. it is not an easy task. No. So, but given... I wouldn't trade it in for anything. You know, I, yeah. I care of both of them and I and I, I went above and beyond. I'm going to tell you, that's why you, you can't tell me ain't no God. Because, because the amount of money I had to spend a month for my mother to have a full-time live-in nurse, and somehow, some way, that check was paid every month without a flinch. I didn't miss a bill in my house or a bill in hers. Mm. And I realize now, you know, um, you know, now that they both passed, I, I, I said, dang, all these times I would flinch when my realtor would send me homes for a million dollars. I can afford a million dollar home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, send me some of them 1.2s, 1.3s. Okay, yeah, you could get in there. Yeah, but, but, see, hey. but we never did get a chance to get a home nurse 
because the insurance was giving us the runaround, but so we ended up taking care of our mother by oh, ourselves. Oh, no, no, hey, I wrote that check. One no insurance plan for that. I wrote that check every month. And, and, see, that's, and that's what, it, you know, that, that, that was the thing, because my dad was trying his best, and I think he just got irritated when it came to trying to find one and kept sending him something. We ended up doing, you know, take care of mama and um, daddy did too. Am I the only one that's getting old and taking glasses off to read? Oh, no, you see, I got these. People think these are permanent. Like, I got to see the screen. <laughs> So this bad boy, well, I'm I got my pad right here. Okay. Right, right, right. So do you have any other productions that are in the works um, outside of what you're currently doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just finished um, a movie um, end of July with Will Packer called Praise This that uh, stars uh, Mac Wiles and Drewski and Chloe from Chloe and Haley and Country Wayne and The mm. Fraction. Um, okay. It's called Praise This. That's coming out on Peacock. Um, I do believe around Christmas, but I could be wrong, but I know it's going to be on Peacock. Um, and it's about praise teams and churches. When I tell you, <laughs> they did not leave one stone unturned of the drama with them praise teams. Okay. And then I've also got a Christmas movie coming out on BET called Christmas Party Crashers. Okay. Um, that I did. It's coming out on BET at Christmas. And like I said, I have the new show on Apple TV called Big Door Prize with Chris Dowd and Gabrielle Dennis from Black Lady Sketch Show. And uh, Crystal Fox from The Have and Have Nots is on that as well. Um, and let me see. Oh, and I'm right now currently working on a new sitcom called Un um, Uncle Norval uh, with my boy LeVar Walker, who's on the new Chelsea, um, excuse me, the new uh, Amy Schumer show. He plays the pharmacist. He's gotten his own show. And I play his sister, Dolores. Oh, God. Girl, you busy. Yeah. Yeah. God I'm bless you. Busy. I'm busy. I can't complain. You know, right now I'm waiting to hear I'm up for a new Ava DuVernay project. So, you know, God willing, because she's on my bucket list. I want to work with her so bad. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. But you always, you look, put it out there. Like, I look, I already know you believe in God. So everything yeah. shall fall in place in time. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, I feel like, you know, every year, I, every, every year I do a um, vision board and I put, all the top 10 shows I want to be on. And okay. so it may not be that year, but they always come through. Like, you know, or people I want to work with. Like I said, I wanted to work with Angela Bassett and I ended up on 911. You know, I said, mm. I was on P Valley. I got on P Valley. You yeah. know, I wanted to be directed by my girl, Tasha Smith. I did BMF. Okay. So, you know, I mean, vision boards to me are very important because it makes me keep my eyes on the prize. Yeah. it's very easy to get distracted in this business. Very. Yeah, and it keeps your manifestations going, too. Absolutely. It's and very, I, very important. I need to read the meaning. I vision board throughout the year, honey. Trust me, I add stuff, take off stuff. I'm, you know. That, that's a good checklist for your goals. And it's, it gives you a good visualizing point. Absolutely. And another thing I do love about you, because everybody who has worked with you praises you. Uh, our girl Drama is in the uh, building. I know she's going to oh, be working with you soon. Yes. And you also work with Steve Brown quite often. Oh, and Steve, I love we Steve find Brown. hilarious. I love so Steve. So are there some favorite people that you like to perform with? Absolutely. I mean, Steve is definitely one of them. It's always fun with him. Um, always a ball when I'm with Tony Roberts, you know. Um, I love working with Dion Cole when, 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 well, before he blew up, you know. It was always right. with Dion <laughs> You know, uh, I still consider him a friend. Thank God the number hasn't changed on me. Uh, okay. <laughs> some people, the, the number changed, baby. The number changed. Exactly. Uh, 
you know, um, I enjoy working with any of my castmates from For Better or Worse, or even just, you know, we're still all really good friends. I just had lunch with Kiki Haynes and Michael Jai White a couple of months ago in L.A., you know, so we're still like family. We support each other. Tasha, you know, you know, okay. up, you know, it was so great to be, you know, to work with her, you know, side by side. Right. Actresses, and then to be directed by her it was like, wow, you know, and she's okay. Yeah. Um, there's certain people I just like working with, you know what I'm saying? I um you know, yeah, you know, I mean, if you hear me say I didn't like working with somebody, they had to be a real you know what. <laughs> well, yeah, have you ever even crossed paths with um Idris? I have. I have an Idris. Get off me. So many moons ago, when I was still living in LA, okay. I got a call for an audition over at the Fox Studios. And the way it works is that you have to park in a parking lot way over yonder and mm. then go through the gate and then you have to walk like the green mile to get to wherever the audition is. Walking the mile, so, okay. You know, luckily the last few times I've been there, I knew somebody, they recognized me from 911 and gave me a ride <laughs> on one of them carts. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. But normally, you know, I had to walk. So this particular time, I'm going to do this audition. I'm walking you in between these huge sound stages. You know, I'm just bopping, 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 you know. And um, I don't know what I was doing, but I was looking down, and I and, and a corner came, and bam! And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And it was... It, nope. Girl, it, what did you do? And he what was did like, you do? you're all right. You're all right. I didn't, I didn't hit you all. You're all right. Now, Exit. Yes, Lord. T tell me about it, girl. Tell and, um. I, I I love everything you do. You're amazing. He said, oh, darling, you're amazing too. Thank you for the love, you know? And, he, and I'm just like... <laughs> did, did it smell like tea or did it smell like if sex? You ask her, oh, did no. it smell like, did it smell like strong wood? That is a beautiful black man. And he smelled good and he like... <laughs> He like, you know, was like, are you all right? He was touching me. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not talking right. I would have probably went, as stupid as I am, I probably would have started speaking in the same accent. Right. I was like, I, just, I, no, seriously. Like, he is just, ooh, you know, a beautiful male when you meet one. Jesus. Let me tell you something, Coco. I appreciate you answering these questions that she's got for you, but I don't want another question on the table about how somebody's smelling. Girl, look, I, look, I know that man smell like all kind of strong, whirly forest. Now, I will Ooh. tell you someone that every time I'm around him, he smells divine. Who? Lamon Rucker. Lamon Rucker. You know what? He looks like he makes He plays Sheriff Troy and Why Did I Get Married? I, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Sugar. Every time I just bumped into him at Essence, and I'm telling you, every time I bump into Lamon, he just smells divine. See, and men just don't realize that's Girl. your signature call. Y'all want to linger on a female's mind? Please smell good. No, because I, I I do have a habit, and, and my friend got into the point where he just loved it. Every time I, he get, came around, I, I was all on that neck. Yeah. Let me smell And I would even smell by his arm because the, 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 the odor, I don't know what it was, it smelled good. And I just sniffed on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so something about him. Shut your Are we mouth. done with the scratch and sniff? No, we're not. I didn't scratch nothing. If I need to scratch something, something ain't right. But sniffing is different. So, you. yeah, I was, you know, I like smelling goodness, manliness, you know. But yeah. I knew he's, but you know, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about him. Oh, he's him. a beautiful person. Plus, we're both Libras. So, you know. <laughs> Libra? He a Libra too? He's a Libra. Girl, she the third. I'm the 15th of October. I'm the ninth. See? Libra, Libra in Nation. House. All. See that? I'm not trying to flip nobody off, but I got my little Libra nail thing on. Y'all can't see. <laughs> I got on my middle finger so I can tell you 
Libra bitches, you know, but it's lovely. Okay. You know, that's another reason why he's so beautiful. Okay. Look, let, let me get back to the Coco, please. Coco, okay. if you ever meet this man again, just tell him I said hi, here for Rocky. Okay. Okay. Thank okay. you. God bless you, sister. <laughs> I wanted to make sure she got that out of her sister because she had her manly questions and wanted to know who smelled like what. But anyway, with the tour going on, what are some of the gems you find yourself picking up when you're on the road? Keep your head on a swivel because, um, you know, people people are nuts now. Like, they've always they nuts, nuts now. And um, they... You have to be very like aware of your surroundings, who you're around. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that you know made me realize I'm a little famous is that I can't be in a hotel that has a door facing the outside. Don't ever put mm. me as I mm. had up waiting for me at my hotel one time outside. What? Yeah. Um, I've also learned that um, mind your business, and that's just not. Not saying stay to yourself and be antisocial. No, mind your business. Get your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, make don't get personal. Ask for is there. Um, understand that your tone is everything because they already expect if you're a black female that you're going to be a bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tone is different. And they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, let me get you what you need, baby. Let me get you what you need. Um, every now and then you come across that little beta male that no matter how you say it, they have an issue with a woman. Yes. Anything or questioning them. Um, I've also learned that, you know, your issue is not my issue. I pick my battles. Yeah. I've had people sit on a show because something ain't right in their eyes. And I'm like, I'm good. Exactly. And Z dog in the comments, I don't know what you've been smoking this evening, sir. But I want you to put that pipe down. Talking about he wants to just come to your room and see how you smell. See, this you know what? Z-Dog being funny. That's the same dude that was in the comments telling me, don't ask her how that man smell. And I want you to know, since that comment came up, I made sure <laughs> I asked her what, she, what he smelled like. You got to understand, what you tell me not to do, I'm going to do the opposite. Because <laughs> I'm petty like that. But you are correct. When it, when you talk about mind your business, a lot of times people want to be chummy and friends. No, my start getting mixed in the shit. I always say I'm way more funny when I got my money. Girl, I'm a, I'm way more angry. But um, I, but then you got a natural soothing voice. How could you yeah. irritate somebody? Um, that's my ex husband. He said I got on his nerves. <laughs> You know, but you know, he's probably like you said, one of the men that just if you talk too nice and soft, oh, are you trying to well, provoke me? You trying to be funny? Like I have learned, I have learned from my marriage. You know, I took time to heal me and work on me and you know, deal with my flaws. And I yeah. have learned that if I have to find myself in a position where I'm raising my voice, I need to dead the conversation. That part. And so a lot of men I've noticed that I've either dated or communicated with or whatever, uh, when there becomes a situation where uh, it's a disagreement, we don't agree on something or, or whatever, a debate. And I'm just very like, yeah, but I don't, I don't understand. Why are you talking like that? You patronizing me. Uh, I don't you're like no fool. I try not to argue. Ooh, I'm trying not to let this tongue get the best of me, honey. Cause this heifer is lethal. 
I, I, and, and I you top down men of, of, of heights of six nine with this tongue. No, <laughs> I, I, no, 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 I know you all because we leave us. We cut low. We cut low. I'm trying to pace myself. I'm trying to control myself. I'm trying to have an adult conversation with you. Yes. Like if it has to become a screaming match. Yeah, I dead think this. dead this, dead this. But what I've noticed is that the roles have reversed a lot now. And I don't know if you guys have noticed it. You know, I've come across men that do this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, uh, let, me run, let me run in uh, the other direction uh, uh, quick. Uh, is you really clapping <laughs> your hands I need you to understand. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I thought women only did this shit here. No, I'm saying. They, a man do that to me, I'm running. Please don't. I'm not dealing with you. Right. Because some it's some other tendencies there that, I, I, you know, baby, God bless you. Baby, the arms folded, stomping off crap. Acting like fire. The, the, the hanging up on somebody, that is it. Oh, we, we a whole bitch. <laughs> This lit, I'm sorry. Up on somebody, baby. And I'm just like, <laughs> the role, but yet, you know, it's like, but, you know. Role switched. We, 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 I guess we have to tap into our masculine energy, honey, because ain't nobody. I'm not trying to tap in. I, I would prefer to be single. I'm not entertaining that. I'm, look, I tell men all the time, I'm straight for a reason. There was a big debate so, with the recent right. release of The Woman King. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's an excellent movie. I have not. I know I'm about to get my, but, but, but I just lost my mom. I just buried my mother. I haven't had a chance. Oh, I'm sorry. And yes, our condolences. Yes, our condolences. Thank you, but I'm going to see it with my son on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. He, you guys are both going to enjoy it, but there was a big debate online about the title within itself, saying that this is the reason black women think so much of themselves because oh. they're putting themselves oh. in a king position oh, versus playing the role they were supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, y'all are missing the whole point of this movie. They want us barefoot and pregnant, submitting <laughs> and letting them do whatever the hell they want and not questioning them so bad. Well, yes. you know, but they, they don't, I don't know about the prison because they don't want to take care of the cheers. Go ahead and get that. Go ahead and go. We don't, we don't miss you. Argumentative men nowadays. They want. They didn't used to argue about little things, but now we're. Well, it takes time to argue they, with a woman. They call it oh oh oh. When I express myself, you call me a simp. No, don't you say it's how I say something as opposed to what I say. Doesn't that apply to you too? Yeah, yeah. If I'm yeah. very much a feminine energy from you, it's 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 going. To Trigger my testosterone. Like, no, but you know what? And, 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 you know what, Coco? I think that's so important that you say that while Michelle laughing. Because men need to hear that because men are going to complain that women are being too masculine. But what you just said, when you, anything girly what is or woman tendency comes off of a man, yeah. then a woman's going into that masculine energy. Well, sis, well, let me put my nuts on the table since you don't tuck yours. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, is what is masculine in a female anyway? Is it masculine that I pay my own bills? 
Is it masculine that I, you know, have my finances in order, that my son has a trust fund? Is it masculine that I don't have to beg a dude for $40 in credit or to pay my cell phone rent? Mm-hmm. Car note, is it masculine that I expect you to meet me hustle for hustle, even if you cannot meet me dollar for dollar? Is it masculine that I will not tolerate disrespect or you treating me in a way and embarrassing me in these streets? Is it masculine that if you come at me sideways, boo-boo, I know how to curve? Okay. Is it, see, that's the help thing. me to understand, what is this masculinity that they speak of? You know, I think it, you got two different men so that have masculinity. If a woman coming back at you and, and 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 challenging you and telling you you will not disrespect her and humiliate her and have her looking crazy in the streets is masculine, then I guess I'm just going to have to be masculine. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not that pressed for what my grandfather called a swinging dick in my house. That part. I'm not that right pressed. There. I have one, actually. He's 10 and he listens to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. But you know the sad thing is because Michelle knows what I go through when it comes to I'm big on boundaries. And I've had a lot of men, oh, she mean, or either she spoiled acting, because I'm not gonna let you talk to me any kind of way. And trust, and I tell men I love being a woman. I love being treated like a woman. I make sure my man get the big piece of chicken. But I got boundaries. You know, and if you can't respect them, exactly, they don't want you to have boundaries. Hi, baby, you gonna go to bed? Come here. Come here. I love you. You guys see nothing. I love you. Say your prayers, okay? Don't treat the man upstairs. All right, love you. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I, kind no, of, I know. Handle, handle mama business. No, but I, I'm very <laughs> disappointed in our current men. Not all. Let's Not say all. Let's say some, because I do get mad with men when they put us in a basket. All women. So some men. Mm-hmm. Some. Some. Okay, go ahead. Some men. Just... So when I hear people use the word most or all, I'm like, honey, have you dated everybody? Do you know? Um, from my, I always start with from my experiences. Yeah. And yes, they love to throw in your face. Well, that's you. You choosing them? Uh, no. No. You think I choose to have a man disrespect me? You think I choose to have a man cheat on me? You think I choose to have a man abuse me? You think I choose to have a man use me? You sound crazy as cat shit saying that. Okay. (laughs) Nobody chooses to be treated disrespectfully. Um, The thing is, one, you have a lot of great actors out there. Ooh, that representative girl speak about him. You got a lot of great actors out there. And I tell brothers this when they swear me that I'm a good brother, I'm a good brother. Then you need to go grab this one that you, because you know some that ain't shit, and say, stop using my tactics to dog women. Because it's making women not want to trust me, and I'm one of the good ones. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them use the tactics of a good man to get in bed, man, to get in bed with you, to get close to you. And then as soon as they know your nose is open and you're invested, that's when they flip the script. And now you all confused because you're like, well, what happened? So now you're on this whole mission of searching for the dude you fell in love with. He didn't yeah. Because he wasn't even a real person. He was an actor. He was reading a script. The script now is over. They've said cut and wrap. The show is over. So... If you if you're concerned about you know not me I'm a good I'm a good man then why don't you snatch up the assholes you know mm-hmm. 
start with them and say, please stop using my tactics to get women because it's making women not trust me and see me as a good man. That part. And you try, and I'll tell that you know, women do the same thing. You got some hoes out here messing up men. Oh, messing yeah. the good because you know that that's what they normally go with. With you know, we got some women, it goes both ways with a lot of things. Um, I feel like if people stop fucking complaining about what's going on, and this this just all try the bottom line is some of us choose, some of us get bamboozled. Yeah. A lot of us get bamboozled, and you know, yeah, it's some trifling women out here. Now, yes. the, the, the one thing I will say about this, that term birds of a feather flock together. Very rarely do you see, I found my Gucci bracelet. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I thought I lost that bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, you have said birds of a feather flock together. And this is what I've observed because I'm a big observer. I've been single for a long time. I'm single by choice because not any time Harry is coming up in here and raising my prince. Okay. Okay. That's the biggest reason I'm single. It has nothing to do with me not being lovable or desirable. Honey, I, I could go on my Instagram DM right now, close my eyes and do that shit like Wheel of Fortune and pick a nigga. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I bet Z Dog but, be one of them in there. Right. So, but I choose to be single because I need a special black man to raise my prince. Like he, yeah. if he's been influenced, so it's like, and that is my biggest issue of finding a man that I could see my son turning out like, and I'd be happy. Girl, I, girl, I mean, I, a lot of men that that stop me in my tracks and say, "Oh hell no," and no, everybody has their flaws, but no, we're talking about flaws that we cannot get past. Mm -hmm. You're a liar. You're a dog. You're a cheater. You're a manipulator. You're a narcissist. I don't want my son learning that shit. Let him learn that shit on his own if that's who he chooses to be. Not because you taught him how to be one. One of the main yes. reasons is damn daddy. Yes. I'm gonna learn this shit on my watch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is not the the learn and but, tell over here. Exactly. But what I've realized from my observation is that. Men always holler, I'm a good dude, I'm a good dude, but you hang around a bunch of ain't shit niggas. Yeah, that, that part. Most women who ain't shit are usually in packs of ain't shit women. Mm, yeah. Because a lot of times you're not going to have the good girl and the woman that's trying to be a wife and a mother hanging with a bunch of hoes. Because she don't want that rubbing off on her and she don't want dudes thinking that's who she is. So most times, if you meet an ain't shit woman, she's with a group of ain't shit women. Yeah. And but dudes, they, you have a dude in there that's supposed to be a good dude, but you hanging around a bunch of ain't shit men. And you know these men. You know your boys ain't shit. I mean, I got friends right now that I'm like, hook me up with somebody. Don't you know anybody? I would never hook you up with one of my niggas. No. Oh, God, I've heard that. She's from, <laughs> look. Yeah. Damn. Well, who are you hanging with, Negro? Yeah, they ain't shit, and they know what they homies know. They not shit. That's what's so sad about and it. I'm looking at you like, but yet, you know, when I think about my clique of sisters that I hang with, you better not come to me talking about where the hoe at. Ain't no hoes in this crew. Yeah, there you go. We yeah. bosses. We married women. We women raising our children. We business owners. We doctors. We lawyers. We ain't no hoes over here. Now, what we are, yeah, we might be a woman that'll flew a little 28-year-old in to break our back right quick and send them out <laughs> flip-flops, but that does not make us oh, That makes us a businesswoman. <laughs> okay. Okay, because we don't have time for that long relationship. I'm not making you no sandwich. I got shit to do. 
I got jobs and children. I got things to do. So, a little, a little, little, a little flight on spirit, honey, and some Gucci flip flops to get you everything. You okay. Need. Okay. Like, she come on in with some daddy shorts. Oh they coming right off. <laughs> I got a friend with a Nike hookup. I'm like, I need a size 11 here by three o'clock. <laughs> that part. Perfect. Before we wrap this on up, and I know folks, you. you if you're in Houston, there's no excuse. Please buy your tickets to go see Coco Brown this weekend. Yes. If you see her on social media sharing a flyer, it don't take nothing but a reshare. Thank you. That's all it takes. I tell people, folks all the time, it does not cost to support. I just had this discussion on my live. Same thing with our girl. We saw about what next? The house burned down. I said, y'all just share the flyer. If you can't donate money to the cause, at least don't just share. Share. Somebody else may be able to. Yeah. Sharing is caring, and that's another way of support. It yeah. you can support for free. Tell a friend, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Exactly. Like, let them know because they come up. You know, Coca. You know, so and so sold out, and he ain't even funny. He's just on TV. I said, I'm on TV and funny. So what's the issue? Thank you. It's called your promotion department, dear. So y'all need to get it together. Thanks, guys. Help me. <laughs> yeah, I'm the talent. Help okay, I'm I'm the talent, dear. And we've seen Coca. It's been years because she was at the Houston Improv years ago. Oh yeah. Y'all, if y'all just watch Coco on TV, y'all ain't seen shit. Her stage <laughs> performance is perfection. I mean, she had us crying, laughing. I, I was just on the damn Sherry show yesterday. Don't that mean something? Right, girl, you look everybody up in this piece know who the fuck you are. You that bitch. Excuse my French. That mean, I mean that in a good, respectful way, Coco. Because I plan to be at least half of you if I can. And, and, and just be able to be one of them bitches that just walk in the parking lot and run into each other. Do you know you got to be that bitch to just run into that nigga like that? You still on that. Shut up. I'm, I'm talking about her right now. <laughs> Regular, yeah. regular heifers like me and Michelle don't go in them kind of parking lots. Oh, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. So you, you, you that bitch, and you blessed. Damn them club owners, yeah. they better get it together. It's like you know, you know, you calling me like something wrong with me. I'm like, no, baby, no, nothing wrong with Coco. Coco ain't nothing wrong with Coco. Coco don't even have to show her. She shouldn't have to show her resume. I put you like that. She shouldn't have to. I was just on the Sherry show yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not in your face. <laughs> exactly. But Coco, we know you're going to do well. Them ticket sales are going to turn around. Why they turn my word. Oh, you know what? This is how you know you got great friends. Sherry Shepard called me today and said, girl, I just brought 20 tickets and gave them to my family. They'll be there. I said, you know what? Girl. A real damn friend. And she shouted the show out on her damn show to the entire country. See? Like, you know, get you friends. Yes. That can yes. help and uplift you and support you at the drop of a dime and not have to question why. Well, I got one. I'm, and I'm going to hold on to that one. I've had that one since second grade. Because oh, these people out here, honey, I tell you what, I, I've been blessed to have sisters in this game that mm. I know a ride or dies for me. And mm. a lot of times, we don't even have to ask each other to do anything. It's just a yeah. like breathing. Like when she said, where are you this weekend? I said, I'm such such. Oh, I'm going to shout it out at the end of the show. Cool. And then next thing I know, she said, girl, I just bought 20 tickets for my family. Told me to go on and go to the show and support you. Yeah. I said, what? I didn't even ask her to do that. I wasn't even going to mention the show because I'm like, you know, oh, I, I, you know, we got a time constraint. I only can do this. She said, oh, no, bitch, we're going to support the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you're right. It's good to have friends that just are willing just to say, hey, y'all need to check my friend out over here. That's yeah. what I'm 
And, and I'm like, if you are around people that you feel like you either have to dim your light Mm-mm. or you have to explain your light or hide your light, that, that's not your tribe, baby. That part. Amen to that, Coco. That's not your tribe. You know, exactly. and, and you ain't got to talk every day, all day for that to be uh, known. I've got friends that I hadn't talked to in years and showed up to my mother's funeral. That part, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, understand that if you got one of the people that needs somebody to call you every day to, to acknowledge your existence, you might want to work on that insecurity. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's right. that's not necessary for true friendship, true sisterhood, true brotherhood. Come on now. Brothers, I ain't got to talk about that. They ain't sit on the phone. Two, two dudes sit on the phone, kick in. We already know what that is. Um, yeah, but, that broke man's overboard, yeah. But as women, you know, understand, know your tribe, sisters. Know your tribe. Yeah. If yeah. you have to ask, that's not your tribe. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's why I've been dropping folks like fleas. But see, that's the real... <laughs> That's the that's the friendship that I, I me and my best friend, my girl Candy, we talk maybe every blue moon, but and we just ask about how we do, huh? You understand the assignment? Yeah, exactly. We understand. We, we pick up the phone. You see certain right. personality traits. Oh yeah, I like, I like I got your back, but you ain't you ain't sharing, you ain't liking, you're not trying to help nothing. But you always beg if you got to go. Oh, I can't do. I you can't. want me to do my light, bitch? You gotta go. And you're the outer. No, 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 no. Exactly. Just know your tribe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know your tribe. Like I said, what is my number one tribe right here? Talk all the time, but when we do, that's exactly right. Busy, I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? But when we do, I almost missed my plane yesterday because two hours after the show, we still in her green room kicking. <laughs> but it happens. Oh, we cannot talk to each other again. You know what I'm saying? But. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, like, she knows she can call me at any given time, day or night, and I'm an ear. I know I can call her any time, day or night, and she's an ear. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's, and it's I'm grateful for those friendships that get it, you know, that yeah, like, yeah, time it. And don't get me wrong, all my, all my ride or dies ain't celebrities, but I got ride or dies I've known since I had baby. That See, part, yeah. They call exactly. me by my government name. See, or, or, nickname, or the nickname, nickname I had as a kid. You know, that's what it's that's what it's about. You know, know your tribe and also learn to be by yourself and understand that silence is golden, even if it's in your own head. Yes. That part. Gems, Coco. We you know, we love talking to you just in general. You don't even have to have no show out here for us to want to talk to you, okay? (laughs) That's just facts. But you know, you are welcome back here anytime. But we're gonna encourage we love you back, sis. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna keep on uh resharing your flyer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, we've already shared it one time, but we're gonna share it several more times so folks know. Yes. Coco gonna be in town, y'all. So y'all make sure y'all Houston that often. You guys should be I know. I might get to you every few years. Okay, okay. What comment are you talking about, Z Dog? Z Dog, and look, Z Dog. She, she's not paying you no mind, Z Dog. Let Coco let me know when the back is. You know what? This okay, man, Z Dog been flirting with you the whole interview. Z Dog, we don't like that hey, with what? our guests. No, and don't worry about it. We don't. We don't like that. Ready. We don't. Yeah, we don't do that with our guests. We got to be respectful. You got to be respectful Who when it comes that? to this platform. Who is that? <laughs> uh, a, a freak, an a, a, a online freak that we have on Instagram. I'll deal with him outside of this, okay? Oh, but other than that, we don't do that with our guests, okay? Calm down, get your I'm nice back. I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm about to get in trouble. 
Now, he need to take, take a cold shower. That's what that is. I'm like, dude, come on now. But look, we do it. What's up, Pint? Pint's in the building. I will be in Dallas at the Arlington. Uh, I'll be in Dallas um, November 6th. I'm doing a huge show with D.L. Hughley and D. Ray Davis. It's a bunch of us. Uh, check it out. It's going to be in Dallas. At one of those big-ass theaters. I don't have it in front of me. But November 6th. Well, look, we're going to be following you. On, we already follow you. But if you guys are not following... Coco Brown right now. Please take the time to follow her, support yes. her, reshare yes. her. Spell my name right and put it in all social media capacities. You'll see me with the blue check. <laughs> exactly. That blue check is everything, okay? But Coco, we're going to see you this weekend. Um, we're going to turn them... We're going to try to come to that show. It might, it might just be a solo heifer because I know how this one is. Tell her out. I think I have a lock of Idris's chest hair. What? I want front row. <laughs> she gonna be like, why that bitch got a mustache? I don't glue that shit. I'm gonna smell it all night. Just be had my nose. I ain't gonna lie, girl. I'm, I'm gonna end up watching that, that movie. The Beast and gave, gave me his wife beater after a concert. Girl, I still got that damn wife beater. I ain't thinking about his wife because I went on the boards with his third, second... Fourth. Rocky, never mind, because her, her, her list on this, that, that man's... I involved. know that man. I know he only date black women, so kudos on that. But I'm going to watch Beast again after we finish with this interview. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like if K. Michelle had a chance, God damn it, I got one. That's <laughs> what I feel about Common. I feel like we all got a shot. Okay. Yeah. You know, I used to like... Common's a hoe, though. You got to watch Common. Yeah. <laughs> I just went, look, just like the dudes do, I just want to see what it do. There you go. Okay, you don't want to play with it. I don't want to play with it. I just want to play Just meet me on the road because I don't bring shit to my house. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I got you on that one, girl. Coco, thank you so much for joining us. Y'all check out Coco Brown. Y'all. Thank, thank you so much, honey. You. We'll see y'all this weekend. All right, Coco? Okay, yay. All right, Take bye. care, sweetie. Miss Coco Brown was in the building, y'all. I promise you, I love talking to uh, Coco because she's got a natural personality. She does. She's very sweet, very mellow. Yes. And I meant that when I said her voice is common, it just relaxes you. It's a relaxing vibe. You know, she ought to go with that company calm and yeah. do some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Z-Dog, I'm going to get on your ass. I can't believe you talking about wearing one of our guests back out. Look, she was just talking. Look, go to her DMs. But when you do, do not say you know us. Just yeah, tell you, don't, you don't know us at all. <laughs> just slide in her DMs. I don't know what it is with you. You've been looking at folks' titties, watching people eat sandwiches. And I, I'm going to start to wonder about you gentlemen on social media. When y'all talk about ass and titties so much, do y'all have y'all seen a pair? Have you not seen a pair? But you know what's funny about it? The moment you start talking about men, a group of women, oh, eh, eh, I'm leaving. I want to hear this shit. Right. But y'all sit up all day talking about shit we don't want to hear. Yeah, you see them titties over there? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we start Thank doing you, that shit. Uh, if we start doing that shit, y'all going to be yeah. on a whole other uh, mindset, okay? So you got me calling man Zilla. 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 I, I, I heard myself. I said, Zilla hey. is our newest IG friend. He hilarious as shit, so he's in the comments. Y'all got to find him on Instagram, okay? Because the man... He 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 is an acquired taste, but I think he's funny as shit. But I feel like men, if you like seeing titties, because Zilla is the only man, only man on IG that gets flashed with boobies all the time. 
You know, normally we, we hear of everybody, girl, these niggas be flashing us, and dudes be like, they be flashing me not too. Not on Zilla's not live. Not on his live. You get titties, man. You get titties for days. So z Dog, that's definitely a live you need to stay in. Every time he go live, you go in there, you will guarantee to see some titties. He had some droopy white ones on the other night. <laughs> They remind me of goat tits that's just been milked too much to stretch on. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Okay. <laughs> Look, we're about to wrap it up. We appreciate everybody up in the building. Make sure you subscribe to our audio podcast because after I get through with this, it will be available for you guys to listen to on the go. If your family and friends have not subscribed to our YouTube channel or our podcast, they need to be in the building, okay? So we do appreciate everybody out there. Uh, shout out to everybody that is always supporting, sharing, and this heifer is over here losing her damn mind. Uh, make sure you guys like the video before you uh, hop out. And also, if you happen to be in a charitable moment, we don't have any kids to show to raise funds. I got you. Those children are X-rated. So if these you- are blessings. What we do, something the Lord made. The show does rely on donations. Hey, this is Auntie how we Michelle. are able to. Ex- <laughs> but they talking to you. I don't want to talk to them bad folks. Auntie Michelle. This hey. is how we. Su- Would you shut the hell up? <laughs> this is how the show gets supported. This is how we keep the content coming. So we do appreciate you guys with your donations. It does not go to waste. And we don't take advantage. So you got any closing remarks before you talk about smelling? I can't believe you asked Coco about how these niggas smell. Yeah, I can. You know why? I'm not doing no strict-ass by-the-book interview. We didn't. I didn't have nothing laid out. We were just having a conversation. You was, I was all business, though. Let's talk about them smelling niggas. Hey! Yes, and what I do have to say is... Thanks for tuning into the Gossip and Heifers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can subscribe to our podcast on all podcast platforms. Also visit gossipandheifers.com and check out our merch. Until next time.